Why do we say yes when what we really want to say is no? It's very hard to say no to the people you love. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how you can take your time back by learning to say no. Welcome to Adulting, a podcast where we want to adult every day. Download episodes at adulting.tv. Welcome to Adulting. I'm Harlow Landis, and I'm here with Miranda Marquette, as usual. How are you, Miranda? I'm doing well. How are you doing today, Harlan? I'm doing just well. Just well? Just well. Okay. Oh, that's all right. I'm, I am the <laughs> same. Right. One of the things we do a lot when we're recording is sometimes we have to say yes or no to a recording session or a time or change change things up. And one of the things I like about recording this with you is that when I'm stressed and I've realized that maybe one day of the week doesn't work very well, if I let you know, we can switch days and it's great. And you say yes to that. <laughs> well, I do try to be flexible. <laughs> and you also say yes whenever there is something we need to do for adulting. And um, this is a good partnership and we work together and we, we get things done and there's a lot of give and take and we tend to be pretty agreeable. So that helps keep this working relationship going well. Yeah. So what happens when you're saying yes, even though you don't want to? Because I like to say yes to what we're doing here on adulting. I like to say yes to some of these other opportunities. But there are times when somebody I really like or really admire or really uh, respect or even that I love wants me to do something and I really just feel like saying no, but I say yes anyway. Well, uh, I think you're a people pleaser. You think so? (laughs) There are a lot of people who don't think that at all. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I mean, that's just my experience. Now, there's a lot to be said for saying yes. I mean, we did a whole podcast episode about how you should say yes to as many opportunities that are right for you and that you can handle. But a lot of the times we're saying yes because we're afraid to let someone down. And I think that's probably the biggest problem, especially when we are saying Yes to people we love, like family or close friends. Uh, They'll often ask things of us, and we will say yes. And we really want to say no, but we can't. And one of the reasons, one of the biggest reasons, at least for me, is that we we just don't want to let them down, and we want to be the support that they need in whatever the issue happens to be. Yeah, I think that's a very real fear we have. We don't want to disappoint a loved one. We do want to appear helpful. We want to feel like we're being useful to other people and that we're needed. And sometimes uh, you're worried that you might hurt the relationship if you say no, or you want to avoid some conflict. Yeah, I think avoiding conflict, you know, that's, that's a big one for me. And that's something that leads me to saying yes, more often than I should, you know, and another thing is, you know, loved ones or not, or just passionate things that I passionate activities that I'm, I'm involved with. There's so much that I want to do, and I end up saying yes to a lot of responsibilities that I should probably know better and say no to. And it's the same thing in relationships. You you just you have this ideal, and within this ideal, it involves saying yes because you're open to new opportunities and you're open to possibilities. And it's a great way to live, but sometimes sometimes it's just too much for you to handle. You've got to recognize where that point is. Yeah. And I think another thing you have to watch out for is, I think for me, a lot of my saying yes, even when I want to say no, is I want, 
I don't want to look like I'm not pulling my weight. So I want to make sure that everybody knows I'm pulling my weight. So sometimes that means overscheduling myself and saying yes to too many things because I, I want I want to have that, it feels like proof, right? I am doing all these things, so I am definitely pulling my weight. <laughs> and I, I think sometimes we get caught up in that as well. I mean, how much is too much? What, what point is enough enough? Yeah, and you know, I think when you say yes, and then you're unable to live up to that commitment, then it's actually more damaging than just saying no from the beginning. If you say no, and you say, listen, you know, I have to put a limit here, this isn't right for me. Or if you're saying no to, you know, something, you know, a loved one who wants you to go on a trip, you say, no, I can't schedule that. Or no, I have other responsibilities. Being honest and upfront about that is less damaging than saying yes, and, and being willing to go along with it, and then just kind of you know, slinking away at the end because you weren't able to live up to that commitment. Yeah. And that's one of the things that kind of gets into this becoming kind of unreliable or being seen as unreliable because you're making these commitments that you can't keep. And you may, you may even know you can't keep them, but you're just trying to avoid a problem in the moment. But in the end, you have more problems. Yeah, and I think we just have this idealistic view of ourselves that we can handle everything that we take on. And sometimes that leads us to take on too many things. And, you know, we're talking about responsibilities, but it's it's the same thing in relationships. There's, you're, you can only handle so much and give too much of yourself. You just have to, you have to make sure that you are finding a balance between your giving and the other person's taking and it's not always going to be equal, but it has to be equitable in that you both agree that the relationship is fulfilling what you need and what they need, which may not be the exact same things, and that's fine, but you don't want to overgive. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point. And I've actually seen this in a sort of interaction I'm, I have with somebody. I, I spent a lot of time together. I kind of sometimes refer to him as my not boyfriend because he's not my boyfriend, but we do spend a lot of time together. And I did have to get to the point where I was like, hey, um, I'm going to have to say no to all of all of this stuff. It's starting to stress me out because I have to make time for doing all this stuff with you. Plus, I still have to do my work. Plus, I still have to parent my son. Plus, I still have, you know, X, 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 X. And so I finally got to the point where I was like, look, I'm going to need to scale back some of the time we spend together. I'm going to have to say no to some things. It's not a reflection on how I feel about you. It's just a reflection on the fact that I need to start saying no a little bit. And I think that's important because I was starting to get run down and stressed out. And saying yes too much was starting to hurt me. And it was also starting to make me feel a little bit of resentment toward this person who I really like. I didn't want to feel that resentment toward him. But... I was starting to feel kind of resentful about the amount of time he was taking up. Once I put on that limitation and we're moving forward uh, with whatever, it feels much better and I'm much happier and I'm much more attentive to his needs. And he's noticed that I'm also much happier. So it's been a better thing all around. Yeah, I'll just say that XXXXX is a lot of X's. For me, it's the stress uh, you know, that, that comes into my life when I say yes to too many things uh, in relationships or in, or, or in projects that I'm working on, 
you know, I, I do tend to take on a whole lot. And the stress, you know, I used to be able to manage stress a whole lot better than, than I do now, which is kind of backwards. But I used to be able to just, you know, allow stress to roll off of me. That probably came from not having too many responsibilities, you know, but from that point, as I was, you know, just a barely an adult at that, that point, I'm still barely an adult, but I'm a little bit more of barely an adult. I have more responsibilities in life, in relationships, and it creates more of a burden on myself. And I have to find, like, uh, like listeners do, I have to find the right point where I can say no to certain things. It's important to remember that when you can say no, we, we feel like we're letting people down, but we actually attract more respect when we are self-aware enough to know what we can say yes to and what we can say no to. And I think that plays out in, you know, in businesses and freelancers and those, those who have their own businesses where they have to, they have to attract clients. When you start, you want to have as many clients as possible. Uh, because you need to cultivate every opportunity that comes your way. But as you, as your business matures, or as your relationship matures, you're able to say no to more, you're able to prioritize and focus on those things that provide you the most value. That's going to be one thing in business, it's probably going to be, you know, the clients that can support you the most financially and provide the most benefit to you that way. And in relationships, it's going to be those opportunities where you get the most out of it for yourself, for whatever reason it may be. You know, it could be just being more helpful or just cultivating a few of the closer relationships that you want to have and realizing that your time is limited and you can limit the activities that you do with friends who might not be in your close circle. And I think it's really important to do. I mean, it seems kind of antisocial to prioritize your relationships like that, but you do have to do it in a certain way. You do have to prioritize your your children, your direct relatives, your parents, your spouse. These, these things do have to come first if you want to maintain long-term relationships with those individuals, which we should all want to do. That extends into our circles, uh, our social circles, as we extend outward from from the most primary. And you don't have to look at it on a chart. You don't have to, you don't have to measure it. It's just you have to feel for where you can say no and where you can focus your your affirmations a little bit uh, a little bit stronger. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I think some of the other ways that saying yes too much can hurt you. I mean, we've talked about being overscheduled and burned out and, and the stress and developing kind of that resentment that can come. But some of the other things, you end up neglecting your self-care. And you find that you let things slide. And I mean, I was way, way, way overdue for my dental appointment, because I was just so bogged down with all of these things I was doing. So you have you have situations like that, where you're neglecting yourself as you're trying to fulfill all of these commitments. And finally, you end up with not enough time to live your own life. And we've made a life, we've, we've talked about la- making life maps in the past on adulting.tv. And I think that's an important thing that you can do to help you figure out which portions of your life are most important and which areas of your life you do want to say yes in. And that can help you kind of clarify where you should be saying no. 
Yeah, I think that comes back to the whole uh, self-awareness issue and knowing what really are the things that are important to you and the people who are important to you. I mean, we like to believe that everybody in our lives are as important to us as everybody else, but in reality, sometimes we do have to make some sacrifices uh, and handle it in as compassionate a way as possible. Now, remember, you're not saying no because you want to destroy any relationship that you have with someone. You're saying no because you need to prioritize yourself in some instances. And as long as you communicate this in a, in a way that is understandable to the person that you're talking to, I mean, everybody interprets things in their own ways anyway, so that's something you have to be aware of. But you should be, this should be something that frees you and makes you feel good in the end. Saying no should be a positive experience for you. Yeah, I, I really like that. And, and I do think we did touch on this a little bit, but there is another layer of this whole saying no when you have children, <laughs> because <laughs> you do sometimes need to say no to your kids. You don't want them to grow up spoiled. You don't want them to grow up not recognizing that, you know, there are limits sometimes, sometimes there's disappointment, and sometimes you can't have everything all the time. Saying no to your kids is an essential part of helping them develop into adults who can handle uh, disappointment or rejection or difficulty. Uh, I know that there are people who just struggle so much uh, with adulting because they were never told no. And so the moment they run into their first taste of failure or their first instance of not getting exactly what they wanted when they wanted it, they fall to pieces. And so I think saying no is, is something that you do for your kids to help them learn. Yeah, and that's difficult because you're also teaching them to advocate for themselves and not take no for an answer and go after what they want. And that's all very important, too. But saying no with compassion, you know, that's that's the interesting part of what you can do as a parent to make that no seem like it is something that is going to help them down the road, even if they don't understand it right now. Of course, you know, it's different for every age and different children develop at different stages or at different rates. You can use that no to teach them exactly why the answer is no. And, and so it's more than a confrontation. Otherwise, otherwise you're just dealing with a confrontation and, and it doesn't have to be confrontational. It could be educational or inspiring or it could give them the boost that they need to handle something on their own that could have been done on their own from the first place that they just didn't realize it. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense too. I mean, we, once again, with so many things in life, it's it's about balance and trying to, to find that. And sometimes it takes us a little bit of experimentation to find where that balance is. What's the best thing that you've said no to? <laughs> there are a couple things. I think when I've said no to expensive toys that he wants, that's helpful. And, you know, we sit down and talk about, well, what can, you know, you do to work toward earning money for this? Or is it really that important? A lot of the time when you just buy stuff for your kids, they don't really value it. And it makes them think about it more if you sit down with them and say, well, let's, let's first of all, have you make some ownership in this decision rather than just seeing this thing on the shelf and you've got to have it. Let's sit down and talk about it and have some ownership in this decision. And I think the other thing, too, is, you know, saying no to a lot of extracurricular activities. When I was growing up, I did a lot of extracurricular activities, but it was something that I could handle. And 
And it became evident to me that my son is a slightly different person than I am. (laughs) Shocking. And he's his own person and he has his own personality. It's so weird. But, um, But he doesn't have that same drive and he doesn't have that same interest. And so, you know, I finally had to say, well, you know, you can't just be doing a bunch of stuff you feel sort of like trying. You need to pick a couple things and really give some effort to it. So we started saying no to a few extracurricular activities. Very interesting. How about not in with your son, but in terms of, you know, work that you do or relationships that you have outside of that? Oh, yeah. So I've I've said no to clients when I've thought that it was going to be too time consuming for the amount of money I was given or you know, like I said earlier, I mean, I've said no in different relationships. And I've had to say no on occasion to even though I like to help out and and be there for my nieces and nephews on occasion, I've had to say, you know, no, I can't actually do that (laughs) right now. So, you know, it's, it's not easy, but sometimes it needs to be done. Yeah. So what are some of the uh, tips that we can provide to help people come to the point where they can say no comfortably and not feel like they're letting the other partner down? Well, I think the first thing, it always starts by expressing love and caring, especially if you feel like the request is something that does have to do with how much you love or care for somebody. And so I think it helps to start express the love and the caring and offer the good something good before dropping the hammer like, oh, I'd really like to, but I'm not going to be able to or, you know, I really enjoy spending time with you, but it's just not going to work out that day. Something like that, where you can say, uh, you can express your your love and your care for somebody before you just say no and devastate them. Yeah, a couple of things about that. I like the idea of providing a uh, positivity sandwich where where you do express something good, not just before giving them the no or bad news or whatever it happens to be, but also afterwards. And it's kind of like the, the mattress that they fall on, right? You want to prepare them for the fall. The fall is you saying no. And then also cushion them when they land. It's all about compassion, right? Making sure that everybody's okay. But I also like the idea of offering an alternative. And that way you can find a way to turn a no into a yes. For example, when I've turned down clients before, I have provided them with an alternative option. And I'm I'm not just saying, well, if you pay more, then that's the alternative option. I'm saying, listen, I can't help you right now but let me put you in touch with somebody who is in a perfect position to help you. I can't promise that they will, but they're more in a position to have the ability to say yes, and this might be a better match, it might be a better fit. And just here's another alternative. I'm still I'm saying no, but I'm still helping you. And that way I'm still the helpful person that I like to be, but I'm not doing exactly what they asked for. I'm doing something that can help them get what they want. Uh, but it also isn't too much. It won't take away from everything that I need to do as a person. Yeah, and I think that's a really important point is making sure that you're that you're there and that you're being compassionate and and that I like this idea of offering something else so that they know that you know this isn't a reflection on them or this situation. It's just the way you need things right now. Another thing I like is the idea of being direct. 
and not making excuses. A lot of the time we try and hem and haw and talk around it or, or something like that. And I really like the idea of being direct. I like the idea of just saying, hey, I wish I could help you right now, but I just can't. Or I wish that there was something I could do, but right now I've got too much on my plate. You don't need to make a lot of long-winded excuses. You don't need to come up with big stories and you don't have to justify your decision. Yeah, absolutely. We often feel that we have to give everybody an answer There are some situations where we should, and there are some situations where it really isn't necessary. And by answer, I mean a a reason behind our decision, if it is a decision. And you gain a lot of respect when you can be honest with somebody. Honesty is so much more important in a relationship than agreeableness, okay? I mean, we all like to be agreeable. It's a great quality, But when agreeableness butts heads with honesty, honesty should be the quality that wins out. Because sometimes you have to just be honest with yourself and and with your partner, whether it's a business partner or a relationship. You have to be honest, and that is what drives respect, not being agreeable all the time. Yeah. And, you know, you can be agreeable and be a totally dishonest person lacking in all integrity. So I agree. I definitely agree that honesty is definitely important. And if you're having a hard time being direct, and this is really not my thing, but I I think it's a nice compromise for people who struggle. And the struggle can be very real. Uh, If you want to, if you don't want to be as direct as just saying, no, I'm sorry, can't do it. You could say, I'll think about it. And then definitively say no later. Because sometimes we do have a harder time saying no in person. Saying no to somebody's face is much harder than doing it over text or email. And even though we'd like to be able to say, hey, I'm the kind of person who will just tell you like it is to your face, the reality is is you may struggle with that. And as you're working through this, especially if you're not used to saying no, if you want to start out by saying, hey, I'll think about it and get back to you, then you can text them later or email them later and say, hey, I've given it some thought and I'm going to have to say no. And that that can help you kind of get through that and help you also get some space to actually really think about it and decide whether or not it's something you can do. Yeah, some people are really master manipulators. Just the way they speak to you will make you want to say yes to them. They're, it's, you know, charming is a great way to put it, but in other ways they can manipulate you into just wanting to say yes and wanting to give them what they want, whatever it happens to be. And you have to look out for that. And just like you said, you know, I'll think about it, excuse yourself from the situation. You shouldn't be pressured into anything. Just realize that you have to put yourself first and extricate you from the situation, extricate yourself from the situation, and then regain your composure. And if you have to say no at first, if you're not in the habit of doing it, if you have to do it you know, by email or telephone or some other communication, do it that way. I mean, we like to talk about you know, the best communication is in person. And, and we've talked about that on the show and, and how awful text messages are for communication. But if you're not comfortable and text message is the only way you can go, then you got to start off that way until you're more comfortable with making what you feel is going to be a confrontation. And then most of the time it ends up not being a confrontation anyway. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. So what are some of the things that we can do now to get better at saying no to our loved ones? 
Yeah, I think the first thing is to look at how much you are saying yes to things, especially if you find yourself saying yes to things that you don't really want to do or or just is an unnecessary part of your life right now. Look at your relationships with people, look at your schedule, and write down, okay, write down, I always say write down for these uh, do now things, uh, write down the things that you should have said, <laughs> the things that you should have said no to that you said yes, and identify them so you know that when it comes up again, you can say no, or you can even reverse and say, listen, I know we started along this path, it's really not working for me. I've got to draw the line right here. And you can do that once you're aware of what those things are. Yeah, I like that. It's very important to, to pay attention. And I think one of the surefire signs that you are saying yes to too many things is if you feel like your schedule is totally running you. One of the things I've done recently is take a look at my schedule, take a look at my commitments. And I am, in fact, I've picked two things that I'm cutting back on. And I feel better already. So I, I think looking at your schedule and saying, how did I get in this mess? And then working toward fixing it is, is a good way to start. Cutting back or eliminating? One of them I'm cutting back on and one of them I'm eliminating. Okay. Like completely. Aren't you proud of me? Uh, I think this is really good progress. We've come a long way, Miranda, in our sessions. <laughs> I know, right? So another thing you could do is practice saying no. Practice saying no. You can do this in the mirror. You can write down what you might say to somebody. But I think practice saying no so that when you're in that situation, you are ready. You have that reflex. Okay, now we have a listener question here. Sometimes I feel like my boyfriend is taking advantage of me. There are times I just want to say no, whether it's picking a movie or deciding to stay in. But I'm afraid he'll dump me if I'm not accommodating. How can I learn to say no to him? I think that you should start with this <laughs> and okay. tell, us, tell us what kind of boyfriend you are. <laughs> and do you think your girlfriend ever feels like this? I, I, well, I mean, I tend to accommodate. Uh, again, you know, it's, it's, it's a personality issue, I guess. And, but I do stick up for myself as well. First of all, let's assume that you can communicate with compassion. And this is a fear of saying no, not because you don't know how to say it compassionately, but because regardless of how you say it, your partner will uh, not take it well. That's a little more difficult to deal with. Now, it comes back to communication at all times. This saying no should never be a reason to get dumped, okay? I mean, you should be able to say no compassionately and for your partner to understand it and to be just as compassionate on the receiving end. If that isn't happening in the relationship, which would mean that your fears are founded, if that isn't happening in the relationship, then there's a problem in the relationship that you do have to work out. Now, it's quite possible that this fear is unfounded and it's more of a lack of confidence or a lack of self worth even or whatever it is to feel that you are unable to approach somebody. The most likely outcome is that you will muster up the courage, find something small to say no to, and it will be fine. And you will see that your partner values a relationship more than whatever this particular issue you're saying no to is, and will understand and be just as compassionate in return. That is the most likely scenario. And that's one thing you can do is just start small with that. You know, say no to little things that aren't important until you get to the things that are potentially a bigger deal in your relationship. 
you know, and really evaluate. I mean, if this becomes an issue that really divides your relationship and brings you to the point of breaking up, then perhaps this isn't the right relationship for you because you are a little more compassionate than the relationship is as a whole. So that's important to realize. Um, I, I hate saying that to somebody because we all want to be in the relationship that we're in, but all of that requires constant evaluation, and you need to look at things as objectively as possible, which is difficult to do in a, in a loving relationship. Uh, it just comes down to finding the small thing that you can say no to, and then moving forward from there and just getting comfortable with this type of communication. At least that's how I see it. What do you think, Miranda? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think I think the first thing that you need to figure out is why do you feel like you can't say no, because that could be an indication that you are in a relationship that might be abusive. And once again, as Harlan pointed out, maybe it's just your own insecurities. And, and that's the problem. And once you say no, it'll be just fine. And there aren't any worries. But if you're worried about saying no, because your partner flies off the handle or gets involved in emotional manipulation with you, it might be time to kind of reevaluate whether or not this is a relationship that you want to be in. And once again, I think it goes back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier, that that sort of compassion sandwich. Uh, when you want to say no to him, you know, if, if if it's picking a movie, if he says, hey, let's watch this movie. And, you know, I just, this has happened in the past where somebody like, hey, I want to watch this horror movie. And I really do not enjoy horror movies. I will just say, hey, I would love I want to watch a movie with you. However, I'm not interested in watching a horror movie. Um you know, I love action adventure and I love comedy. Uh, do you think we could watch a movie like that? And usually, you know, that the person I'm talking to is perfectly happy because there are other genres that they enjoy as well. They're perfectly happy uh, watching their horror movie with somebody else. And we can enjoy a different movie together <laughs> that we both will like. And so I think there's something to that. And there's something bigger like staying in. And I've done this too in the past saying, hey, I'd really like to see you. However, I'm feeling tired and I don't really want to go out. You know, I would love for you to maybe drop by. Maybe you can stop by and we can visit for a few minutes or or something like that. Or we can or we can just, you know, pop some popcorn and, and watch a movie here. You know, starting out by saying, hey, I want to spend the time with you or hey, I want to do something with you. But, you know, here's why I can't. Now here's an alternative to our situation. And I've even done it where, you know, if, if I don't want to go out or even see anybody, because I'm an introvert and there are days I don't want to see somebody, where I'll just be like, hey, I really, I really just need some time to myself right now, but I would love to meet up with you tomorrow and offer that as well. Yeah. And all those examples, you provided alternatives. And I think that that is a great way to be more comfortable saying no is, you know, we talk about saying yes and a lot, but uh, no, but is okay too. Uh, you're saying no, but how about this instead? You can hashtag yes and, but you should also hashtag no, but. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your experiences with saying no? Visit us at the adulting community on Facebook, hashtag adulting, and let us know your strategies for saying no without being a jerk. And don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, you can go to adulting.tv forward slash iTunes to subscribe to us there. Leave us a review if you like what you hear. If you're interested in sending us a question, uh, let us know so that we can create a show that helps you. 
Well, thank you for joining us this time, and we look forward to having you in our audience again for the next episode. Thank you for listening to Adulting. Find resources for this episode or download other episodes at adulting.tv. Thank you.